Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts out there in podcast land since 2016, you've lent me your ears whenever you felt like it since <laughs> forever. Like I said, 2016 for the last 400 some odd episodes. And I really appreciate that. So today is the third Monday in January. And it's also the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He was born 95 years ago today. And I wanted to provide some thoughts, some alternative thoughts about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And just a tip at the very end in terms of how to absorb this type of day. So thought number one, MLK was not a savior, nor was he perfect, like none of us are. But he was a man who inspired others through his courage, and he saw his mission out to the very end. If I don't learn anything else from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life, it's courage. It's courage to have a mission so young and to pursue that mission in the face of physical, spiritual, mental, emotional danger. To pursue it until you die. To me, that is a very huge, monumental example of courage. And I've noticed that sometimes collectively we have a savior. Not a savior complex, because that's when the folks themselves think that they're the saviors. But sometimes we have that save us complex where we are expecting just one flawed human gender neutral of course not this not a specific person but we'll put all of our faith and trust and hope into one person to do life-changing world-changing types of things and that doesn't as we've seen that doesn't happen often and rather than put your trust hope faith into one person why not find little ways to Invoke courage within your own experience. You may not have a mission like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It might not be for, you know, racial justice, equality for all um, things like that. But maybe it's just getting over your own intergenerational traumas. Maybe it's breaking the cycle in your family. Maybe it's healing something, you know, And and that all takes courage. So how can you take from the example of Dr. Martin Luther King's life? How to be more courageous. Another point that I wanted to bring up is that it doesn't always have to be a comparison. It don't always have to be Martin versus Malcolm. I've always thought that was corny. Always. The same way I thought it was corny about how folks like to critique Martin Luther King Jr.'s life who ain't never survived a house bombing. Who have never survived being stabbed by somebody they don't know. Who also, and again, this is multiple events. Who have not survived um, death threats on the regular from unknown people. We ain't talking about social media stuff. We talking about like real live. I'm sending stuff to your house. I know where you live. I can pull up real live death threats. Like on the strength of the bombing on the house of your fire being your house being firebomb. Like come on now, that's real live threat threats. That's don't care about nothing threats, especially in a time where the the system was not even allowing those things to be properly tried in the system for folks to receive punishments like be for real i've never understood that it's some folks that would not bust a grape in a fruit fight who was are so loud 
and that's the problem with social media too. That's a whole nother conversation. It's easy for folks to get loud on social media because it don't require you to get loud in them streets. It's a very handful of folks who actually can do both. It's really interesting that folks like want to critique something that, and not to mention, it's very easy for folks in our generation or even in our current society with all of this awesome technology, all these awesome conveniences of life to critique how other people, not even just MLK, but just how other people were moving in a pre-internet, pre-technologically um, advanced time. And it's like, are you serious? <laughs> like, are you serious? The elders I talked to were still having outhouses in the 60s. If you couldn't go poop outside, you really can't speak about the conditions of anything. Like, it, it, I'm just saying it's something as simple as that. It's easy to talk about what other folks should have did 60 years ago from the convenience of your Internet or from the convenience of your phone that can record video and audio. It's a much different time now. So for me, I'm not saying you got to think like me, but rather than critique what I think somebody should have did in an environment that I have no clue of. I just th- I'm like, you know what? I thank them for their effort because their effort is what gets me here today. So, yes. Like, I remember seeing something that somebody said talking about folks that were picking cotton. Why didn't you start a business? Uh, hello. <laughs> uh, did you forget Jim Crow? Um, what? Like, have you read here? Like, did you pay attention in history class? Like, Google is out there. Are you serious? It's some folks that still ain't have running water in their house. You talking about start a business? Just start a business. Go get your LLC. <laughs> okay. I just thought that was so wild. Like, it's just... <sighs> but that supports my final point. But I'll get to that in a minute. So, again, like I said, it doesn't always have to be either versus... <laughs> either or. Like, it doesn't have to be Martin versus Malcolm. At the end of the day, to me, if you do your research, you may disagree. And that's fine. But to me... I always feel like they were more alike than not just different approaches. So number three, eh, it still kind of, it kind of speaks on the, the slight tangent I just went on, but pay attention to the critiques from folks who can't even stand in solidarity now. If you can't do a 24 hour boycott, you can't say nothing about nobody from that era. Nobody, absolutely nobody, <laughs> none. Uh, that's pretty self-explanatory. That means there's no discipline. Um, number four. Yes, it's a hot take episode. It's a hot take episode. But you know what? The fourth and final point will be. There's going to be a lot of folks who would have hated MLK now. Based on their ideology and their and their ways of moving throughout their world and things like that. There's going to be a lot of folks that do not really stand for what he stands for. Twisting his words to perpetuate a narrative that's opposite to what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. believed in. And I just want folks to pay attention to that and to take care of themselves accordingly. It's going to be a lot of people planning your face today. A lot of MLK Day sales today. Somebody died and somebody made such an impact on the world. And some folks don't quite respect that the way maybe folks in other communities may respect that. Same with Juneteenth. Yes, there was a lot of valiant effort and a lot of pure, honest, good intention to make things a holiday. And that is to be respected and praised. But at the same time, everybody doesn't have that or share that same love or that same respect for certain holidays. And if this is something that activates you, I would like for you as the homegirl who loves you and wants to see you win. 
I want you to take care of yourself today. That means limiting your social media time because you really can't control the algorithm and what it pushes to you. Even though you can control your following, you can't control what it pushes to you because a lot of times we see stuff from folks that we don't follow. So if you need to limit that today, please do so. If you want to take a day of reflection or just rest, okay? If you just want to rest, please do so. So with that being said, y'all, don't forget to click the link in my show notes to take my podcast listener survey. I need to know about more about you so that I could um, tailor make my ideas around you all, not around Instagram, not around threads, not around social media, YouTube, none of that. I need to know what my listeners are um, doing and who they are. So please click the link in my show notes. There's a free gift for you at the end. Um, there's a link to that free gift once you're done with the survey. So with that being said, I will catch y'all tomorrow. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, boo friends, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love. Okay? Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>